0: Morning, i
2: Thank you very much, Mike and the Molotovs. Uh, Off we go uh, for another beautiful day here, although it's a rainy one. I like it when it rains here because, like, afterwards, when the sun kind of breaks through the clouds, I like to look at the downtown from, like, Lincoln Avenue, if you ever drive on Lincoln and see it, after it's, like, a clean rain. Man, this place, it cleans up pretty. When the gunk in the air is gone for a couple of days, oh, it's a stunner. And as a filthy liberal Jew, I like that. <laughs> I got an email from a guy that says, please don't say my name on the radio because I want to anonymously bully you, but I think you're a dirty Jew filled with hate as well. Signed, Jason Schwartz. Oh, my God. Jason Schwartz, please. I mean, uh, that's, that's Jew on Jew crime. Then he emailed back. I don't care if you use my name. People know me. <laughs> hey, people who know me know me. They know I a, a joke around this stuff. And I just want to thank all the people for emailing me. It's nice things.
3: All the Jews? Yeah. Standing behind you?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm getting... A, and you sent me something, Brett, and I'm getting a lot of people are saying, you couldn't have been more right about that Mormon thing. Yeah. Uh, that's my own personal thoughts with the whole Gilbert losing their mind deal. Is that Nobody's really going to say that out loud over at those town halls and everything else, but there's something going on with the protective services of the... Uh, the church. Yeah. And uh it's you know it's not secret there is definitely a tie back. Yeah this guy this one sent you articles I got articles too mm-hmm. but I, that's just my own personal now there's there's my cynicism kicking in there's my okay I know what goes on over there there's my uh my giant blanket of I understand this neighborhood does this and that's what happens over there. Yeah. This one says uh <laughs> it says i'm 55 years old born and raised in glendale when i was 42 i moved my wife and children to gilbert to get away from the scumbags in glendale and hopefully give my children a different perspective on how to live and now gilbert has a problem it's youth of a nation it's yeah it's the same old problem over again it just happens where there's people uh, said i will bet john that the dumbest people that called your advertiser uh, that lady's probably listening again today because she loves to be miserable Give her some instructions. This will help. How she can just ignore the radio station by changing it or just not uh, by not accepting that it's a thing. If she's hearing something that offends her, her actions are the reason her chon, chon son is afraid of Gilbert Goons. We're <laughs> bringing that word back. There we go. You, if you're, you're afraid of the Gilbert Goons, <laughs> you're one of them chon chons. <laughs> And I say that because I'm Jewish. I don't know how to hit the accent. Chon-chon-chon, we call it. Chala, chon-chon. Uh, these emails to you, John, are making me laugh. Don't these people know, these keyboard warriors, that you survived Phase 2 from Scientology once? This is nothing. That's true. I forgot. It was uh, They entered Phase 2 in Scientology and never never got back to me on that one. Phase 3 just kind of petered out. Still waiting, Scientology. It's, you know, beginning of the year. They had a lot of stuff. That is on. true. Well, this was pretty early last year. Uh, anyway. Scientology. Uh, just for the record, I still still think you guys are a miserable bunch of f- too. So if you want to email me, I think your cult is loony.
3: They were busy. Travolta had a bunch of commercials over a Christmas, that's a good point. and you and know, and that's Tom, a great commercial. You know, it is. Yeah. Travolta is
2: Travolta's my favorite Scientologist. Leah Remini used to be, but mm, she went off the rails. Uh, Travolta is by far. That commercial's phenomenal with him as Santa Claus and Saturday Night <laughs> Santa Claus thing. Smooth. But I still honestly think that the cult of Scientology is one of the most up messes on the planet. So if you're interested in emailing me about that too, Scientology, and entering phase three, I'm still here. Uh, This one says, interesting, John, that you don't think the Jews are involved at all, and you don't think you're Jewish. You know you're in the media, right? Automatic Jew. (laughs) (laughs) Is Larry in the room at all times forcing you to say you aren't a Jew just to throw us off? Yes. That's how the media works. The Jew- when they say the Jews run it, Larry stand- he lives here at the building, and he stands in the building and makes us pretend we're not Jews so people don't think that the Jews all run media, but we're all Jews. <laughs> this one says, Hey, Holmberg, I love all the ridiculous non listeners chiming in about you being, uh, 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 says, about you being real about the nonsense in Gilbert. All these overreactions. Going back to yesterday's show, stop being chonchons. <laughs> For all you need to know about the cho- uh, cholo culture, please watch the movie Blood In, Blood Out. Okay. Good suggestion. If I ever decide to uh, check out what it's like to be a cholo, I'll do that. Thanks for the hip suggestion, Javier. Yeah, put down the Mel Brooks movies. Watch Blood and Blood Out. (laughs) I was going to watch the new season of Love on the Spectrum, but a Choyo told me that I should watch a movie about Chon Chon. I love the Choyo gang. (laughs) Hey, that's a question I have for the Cholos. How come everything else in your language, the two L's, you laugh at us whiteys for saying the L's? Remember when Larry called Port... Uh, Tillos, Portillos. Yeah. And we all laugh. But, I mean, he's from the Southwest. It makes sense. Two L's together turns into ye. But, like, Cholla cactus is one letter different than Cholo. And everybody loses their mind if you call it a Chola cactus. Ah! Gringle. Like, yeah, but you got Cholo is... How come? Uh, This one says, good morning, brother. Boy, people like that word, though. But the only thing I have to say today to you is... People, bro, Joan Jones, John. Like I said before, you're the man, and it seems to me that you're the heart of this city. <laughs> I agree. Then Where's he says, "Glenn
1: Fry," when you need him.
2: <laughs> then he says, F- "All those bitches," and tell the boys good morning from me, Brian. Brian was the one dressed like Elmer Fudd at our uh, comedy show that I pointed out. That he scared me in the front row, and we found out that he sat down for 10 years for something terrible. And then he emails all the time. He's a good guy now. He changed. But he's right. chon chon's Chon-chon sounds like the noise from Law & Order. I think that's what that, every, chon-chon. I think that's what you say whenever. That's where they
3: got the sound idea? <laughs> the chon-chon.
2: Anyway, I don't want to spend any more time on Gilbert, uh, because that would be. Spending time in Gilbert. Time to move on. No, for, no, no, Brady. I'm going to eventually oh. hit him again with a giant stick. I just don't feel like doing it right now. Can't wait for you to move out of there and realize how irregular that is. All my friends who have moved out are different again. <laughs> you, you haven't fallen
3: in. your neighborhood. You haven't little... uh, encountered this uh, mass hysteria that's been happening. Not saying we're oh, yeah, oblivious yeah. to it. You're but... in it. Yeah, like it's a lot. You guys are talking
2: about it with each other on who's involved. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Everybody wants to be part of it. Everybody wants to have that story of like, oh, my friend's kid was friends with one of the kids who was friends yeah. with and a everyone kid. Has and stuff. everybody's doing that in Gilbert yeah. because you're a group of people who have no interesting things happen in your city because that's how your city was built. The whole purpose of Gilbert was to be an uninteresting bedroom community. And when it gets interesting, you guys feel like, oh, that's why everybody in Gilbert shouts out, we've got a buck and rider, when they hear the words buck and rider. They they, 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 they want to be in a city, and they, they're they constantly inviting people in. Look at, we've got a downtown that's flourishing. And then we show up, and they're like, ah, outsiders, come to Agritopia, man. Right. Fitz nailed it yesterday because he said something fantastic. It's all you need to know about how this brainwave operation goes over there in cities like this, and every major metropolitan area has one. The comedian, Tim Dillon, did a big, long thing about the Gilbert Goons. He goes, never been to Gilbert because I saw pictures on the news. He goes, everybody's house looks like an olive garden. And it's true. Like, they all built these giant houses that look just like olive gardens. And he said, uh, every major metropolitan city's got an area like this that wants to be removed from the big city but close enough to it. They can still kind of be close and do the stuff. But they don't really want to be part of it. And that's what Gilbert's – but it's massive now. And it was white flight from Mesa that created Gilbert the way it is today. Um. But Fitz nailed it yesterday. He said, this is all you need to know about the mental, like how out of touch it is, is that there was a terrible crime. Uh, then there was some finally paying attention to some other things that have gone on. And the first thing they did was close the yoga studio. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really the reaction that's come from this is like, we need to, we need to shut down that yoga studio over there. That, uh, that ought to turn some heads. It's, their, their fingers are on, uh, you know, the kneecap in order to try to find the pulse of society. They didn't know. You're isolated and insulated, and that's the idea. The the purpose behind Gilbert was to be insulated from the other stuff. So when it happens to them, they don't know what to do. It's like Pleasantville. They all turned into, they they went into color yesterday. Uh Ah, we're in color? What happened? It's great stuff. (laughs) Uh, One thing I do want to say, though. If you do have any bad feelings at all about what's going on in your neighborhood, go in your house, turn on season two of Love on the Spectrum, and just enjoy it. It is awesome. Watching people with special needs try to find love is the greatest form of entertainment we've had in ages. It's amazing. And they brought back some of the uh, originals from the the best season still Australia, but I'm, I'm head over heels in love. And I want one. If you've got one you don't want anymore, I'll take your Spectrum kit. I want one. It has to be pretty special Spectrum though. Not like, you know, again, Unique not like spectrum. Not like the Gilbert Spectrum where it's just bragging that your kid has it. Yeah. yeah. My kid's on the Spectrum. Just okay, don't brag that your yeah. kid has an IEP. What's that?
1: It's the special form from the school that says my kid has uh, got a problem. Oh,
2: no kidding. Yeah. Well, every, I'm sure every parent sees that and is like, oh, I want that too. And the reason they want it is because if their-
1: Individual Education Program.
2: If their kid is a goof, then they have an excuse.
1: So Alex got one. He's an IEP. He got one because he's he got some anxiety meds. Yeah, we talked about this. His girlfriend broke up with him. Everything fell oh. apart junior year, yeah. and so he had a little bit of a tough time. Got on some anxiety meds, but now he's got extra time to do tests at school. You're one of the
2: people that medicated their kid after a breakup. God, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not happy about it.
2: You're not. Oh, it was a fight you lost.
1: No, not not really. I I wanted him to. I wanted him to get over whatever was right. going on
2: as fast as possible. It's and, a hassle to and, have a kid and that, crying, and
1: that's a thing. And so and and he's better on it now. And this medication helps him sleep, which has been a a big bonus. But anyway. so he got
2: he and his girlfriend he had his first real breakup. Yeah, it's crushing. Yeah, it's crushing.
1: It, it, for him, oh. it really was. Yeah. So
2: I medicated myself with masturbating after it happened Man, i, if, swear I could a, if i
1: could have just shown him you know porn Master. hub or something like that oh. no not shown him that <laughs> no miss that was my <laughs>
2: my first major heartbreak major no there was always the ones where he kind of went through a few day depressionally christy greenway no 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 no. this one was this was the this was a big boy it was a real first love like this mattered kind of thing you just get it just is a crushing blow I can't, like, every time I'd fall into this deep misery, I would tug away. And it cured me. Like, I felt better for a little, and then it would, Then the feelings started coming up. And then I just realized every time I tug, I feel better. And Let it got just to, say, like, seven, eight, nine times a day to kind of, it, I was soothing it with that. Because I, t- I learned that from video games. Then I watched the show Brockmire 30 years later. And if you've seen Brockmire, whenever he has trouble... That's how he alleviates his problems. And he said, "Well, I just went right back to what makes me feel better—masturbating." And then he just starts in his office, just starts going crazy, and it is hilarious. And I'm like I can completely and utterly relate to that—that that, that was the drug of choice for me when I went through the break. Well, let me
1: just say, I don't think that's not happening in my house. Right, but it wasn't—you know, not to the right—you uh, know, medication sense. I used yeah. it as
2: medicine. Yeah,
1: probably, if I was over probably anxious, could have. probably should have gotten yeah. him an OnlyFans account. You, you cure anxiety with a good touch. I mean.
2: Anxiety is curable with a good tug. It's just whether or not you've got it in your system yeah. to do it seven or eight times. And I did. but So he was on the pills after the break. He's doing
3: well Yeah, he
1: now. got the IEP, yeah. and he's, he's doing fine now. We're graduating. He's got two classes this semester. Oh,
3: he's out. He's, he's done. He's but, insane, exceptional, possible. But that's the that's kind of That's right. Kid, that's
2: what they put out. Yes. You might need medicine for thinking that <laughs> that's how the rose-colored glasses <laughs> work. Yes. of
1: ICP. But that's the kid that you want <laughs> is one with an IEP.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And everybody wants one of those. Yes. Then when their well, kids are a mess, you can say, well, me. trust well, me. I don't
3: want kids and general. Well, me I don't neither. Care. But
2: I think that that's true in the communities of, like, oh, you know, Bill Maher made a great point a while ago about the transgender thing. He goes, you notice it's only happening in, like, Los Angeles and uh, Beverly Hills. He goes, I, I, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I didn't have any friends who had kids who were transitioning. He said, now I know about 12. And he goes, and I can't go to, like, a dinner party and whatever not meet someone new who's got one. It's kind of a, a, a neat little bragging right to show how progressive you are to have one he goes it's not happening in small town iowa and he goes and maybe there's one or two but it isn't as prominent as it is in these communities where everybody kind of like has the trophy of the modern day family
1: i knew zero until about uh, five years ago now i have two close friends that have them
2: and it's you know there's arguments to be made on how this was perpetuated. Totally agree. definitely showed up. Is it because there's that many people that have been around forever that have been closeting it? Or is it literally being taught?
1: I, I don't know if it's being taught, but I think the, I think the lack of – sh- I shouldn't say lack. The differences in parenting now between oh, now and 10, 15 years ago, I crazy. think allow for that kind of thing to happen.
2: Yeah, we got off subject. I forgot what I was talking about, talking Sorry. about your kid losing it, but –
1: all words morning sickness. I hear the words you say sometimes? I mean who talks like that?
2: Mediate PD
0: Holmberg's morning sickness.
2: You want an IEP? Kid? Oh no, I was talking about Love on the Spectrum. Yeah, I want one of those. Yeah, but again, I don't want an IEP kid. I don't want a kid who went through a breakup and is on anxiety meds. That's not Spectrum to me. That doesn't count. I want one sure. that's like legit.
1: The kids on, uh, look well, kids on on Love on the Spectrum. Yeah. they are all IEP. Well,
2: I know they are, but I'm saying you have. It's the Spectrum. Yeah, yours is definitely wide. yours. Isn't interesting? I'll the, be honest with you. I'm end. not wildly interested oh. in hanging out with your son all day. If he was a little more Spectrum, like the ones that I'm you like,
1: hang out with a model. I want to hang
2: out with the one that I that I look at and say I'm not sure they should drive. That's the that's the line I'm drawing. Yeah. Like I'm not sure they should. Have. And when I watch them drink on the show, I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> I guess if you want to do that, there was one moment on the show that I the, the one of the kids. I love this guy. I want to hang out with him. I want to. I just like him.
1: Is he a holdover? Is he new? No, he's
2: new. And uh, he's, at a speed, he's at a speed dating for people with autism, and he is. They tell them you can clearly see in the speed dating that they tell the kid, and he's probably I don't know how old he's twenty something. He's he's in there, and they tell them like you know you're socially awkward. It's mostly Aspergers, like low end Aspergers. You're a little socially awkward, and then when the girl sits at the table, you've got to have conversation, and they tell the girl the same thing. So they go, <laughs> they always have the same question, which is, so, what are your hobbies? And they like yell cl- so aggressive. I have,
0: I have hobbies.
2: Like what? And the conversations are so awkward and hilarious. And then like he's got a list of the speed daters' names, and then a simple checkbox, yes or no, and then comments. So uh, this kid's sitting there, and the one lady says, uh, "I have hobbies. I like and he goes, "Do you like, I don't know, outside?" And she goes, "No, I don't really care for nature." And right in front of her, he just X's no, and writes does not like nature. And then they just stare at each other till the bell rings. And then the next one shows up, sits down, and uh, she says something. And he didn't like the way she looked. At, and the, you could tell he didn't wasn't attracted to the other sp- spectrum kid. And he just looks at her. And then right when she's saying a sentence, he looks down and just X's no. And she, and the lady looks down and looks at him. And then they just sit there quietly. The bell rings for the and the producer comes over and he goes, "Hey, Connor, are you?" Are you Xing No in front of them? And he goes, Damn it! I knew I'd screw that up. And I'm like, I love this kid. I love this show. I love that kid. <laughs> love it. They don't they don't have any uh and they're not faking anything. Like the one lady was having a really nice date with a guy, because they just send him on dates with others. Oh, it's the best show ever. And the one and she's very excitable and and she they have a lot in common, and then she lives in Pasadena and she goes,
3: so where do
2: you live? Because that's how they talk. They're very demonstrative. And he demonstrative. goes, I, 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 live in, I live in San Diego. I, I, I am from San Diego. How, how, And her face just went, oh. How long does it take to get here? Uh, two hours. And he just saw it. It was over. It was over. And it was pragmatic and it was smart. And like, ah, this is going to work. What am I wasting my time now? I got to pretend to be nice to you for another hour? And then he goes, well, I'd like to do this again. And she goes, Yeah. We'll see about that. And uh, it was just completely what They're you'd want, so honest. It's complete honesty in the ways of like I'm not going to tell you that this is stupid, but you can see it, right? Oh, you live in San Diego? Uh, it's like she looked at the producer and goes, "What the fuck you guys thinking? I'm not going to San Diego. It's a long drive." Oh, it's the best show in the world, the best. And then the one guy who loves the Renaissance is like 35 and he he, he won't shut up. He I I don't want him in the house cuz he talks too much, but everything he says Sounds like you just maybe burned him a little, like with fire, because he's like, "So are you going to wear those shoes?" Well, see, now I pick the shoes. And I'm like, I love him too, but he talks too much. I don't. If you have a spectrum kit that you don't want anymore, I can't. I, don't, I can't imagine it. I'll take them uh, as long as I can pimp them out like these these families are doing on television. I'm going to go right to the. To the pimps of Netflix and pimp out my Spectrum Kid for love. And then two of them won't stop kissing, and I have to watch that like the first time I saw Freddy Krueger. I have to do that through, you know, what do they call that when you mess your fingers and barely watch I, I, oh. A screening, a How hand. Do, screen. There's an actual word for it. There's a word to, to watch through your your intertwined fingers. How do
1: people think you're Jewish, pimping out.
3: <laughs> what does that mean? Jew, there's Jew pimps. They wouldn't have done that.
1: Yes,
2: you stop. People can think it. Mm. That's racist. Jews and pimps, pimps can be Jews, and Jews can be pimps. I don't think so? You're wrong. No. Anybody can be anybody, anything they want. You're Not a bigot. You're trying to hold people back from their dreams. But yeah, the uh, I would pimp that autistic out immediately just to meet other ones and watch them on dates. Cause when they have a couple of beers and then the one kid that was from San Diego just takes his beer and just smashes it and puts it down on the table. And the girl looks like, Ooh, I don't like that. Meanwhile, she's at home telling her, her aunt and uncle who she lives with. Um, she's like, well, I didn't like it. He, he drinks beer. He's a beer drinker. And, uh, Meanwhile, she's mixing up shots for the family because she can't stop doing liquor. Oh. She loves shooting liquor and making like these purple. Well, that's
3: the deal breaker. Beakers, it's not but, if it was well, no. liquor,
2: she, he drinks too much. And she points to her and goes, he drinks like you drink. And I'm like, oh, there's something there. And she goes, he drinks like you drink. And he's a beer drinker. And he's, he's just, I don't like him drinking that much beer. And then the aunt looks and goes, but mm, what are we doing here? She goes, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. And they just moved on, like, oh wow, that's true. It's all alcohol, isn't it? It kind of dawned on her that she was being a hypocrite, and they, they hit her with it, and she adjusted. It was yeah. it, the best show in the world.
1: I think you need Spectrum Bachelor and Bachelorette. Oh, because what you're talking about is throw them in a room I'm with gonna, like I'm going to
2: tip over my chair
1: <laughs> like, with 20 Spectrum
2: bachelor <laughs> got everything
3: else. I,
2: I need to run a lap around the building. Spectrum Bachelor is the greatest idea of all time.
3: Every all 30 of them living
2: in yes. a home on. Yes. De- Toledo, uh, uh, come put two sticks next to my body so I don't fall over. (laughs) This is the best idea ever. Spectrum bachelor. Not just one at a time. Will you take this, Rose? One super hot. And then 30 spectrum guys (laughs) fighting for her love.
1: And then the 30
2: spectrum guys have to interact. It's going to be the meerkat show. (laughs) I I want that so bad. Oh, my God. How how have I not even how's that not crossed my mind? Watching one at a time, thinking well, you know what this show needs is twenty nine more suitors for this one girl. Oh my God! Oh, and imagine if a uh Spectre bachelor.
3: They double or triple or down just like this cowboy thing. Now there's four cowboys. Huh? Uh, The cowboy, farmer, bachelor. Oh, yeah. Those are
2: are hack shows. If if they did do cowboy spectrum show where they're all dating, now you're just dressing
3: them up.
2: I don't see a lot of actual (laughs) legitimate spectrum cowboys. They're
1: out there bailing hay. I
2: have a feeling the producer's like, put them in an outfit, stick them on a horse. How
1: about this? That's just dressing them up. John, you can have my 15 year old. Okay, he's autistic, diagnosed for years. How bad? Has an eidetic memory. Oh, I don't know what that means, and is super mechanically inclined. Drawback: will need will seek weird porn at the first opportunity. Me too. He sounds like me, <laughs> except for the smart part.
2: Well, like he's super duper smart, but, but also
1: seeks out weird porn? porn. Give uh, us an example. Yeah, and link. because
2: he's not really related, we could sit in a room together. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Daniela Antari, she's the one you want tattoo right between her clavicle and oh it's beautiful right in her breastbone i'll take him so long as he's not i i want like if the spectrum is zero to 100 i want one about 61
1: Ooh, that's kind of still mild a little bit it's beyond mild
2: but not like oh (laughs) i can't watch him eat one of those you know what i mean i want one that again probably can drive but you wonder should they I don't want like somebody just is like a I'm on the spectrum. I mean <laughs> it doesn't count. I'm functional. How about sending your
1: spectrum date out on the Waymo? Oh they'd be fine with that. You think
2: they'd probably understand how it works better than me. Yeah, they would be less cool. afraid. It's just what it is. It's it's just it is what it is. Oh, the dating show. Love on the spectrum. And I can't get enough of all of them. And the parents are so sweet and they're all and, and again, you you eventually it's like it's like you just want one. By the end of it, you're like, I want that one. And you pick your favorite, just like going to the pound. You pick your favorite. I want that one. I want to live with him. I want, that's entertainment 24 hours a day. They're funny. They're sweet. They're kind. Uh, they don't want to fight. They get upset when they make mistakes. Like, oh, it's great stuff. But I don't want one that's like constant care. I'm not good at that, and the reason why is not because they don't deserve it. I'm just no good at it. I'd that's lose interest. You want to be a grandpa? You can send them home when you're done. Right? Exactly. I want to be a grandpa. That's <laughs> it. Send them home when you're done. Brett's exactly. You've nailed it. <laughs> I want to be your, your Spectrum Kids grandfather. Would you let me have them for a week or so, like you know, camp? <laughs> and then I'll look forward to when they visit. But Brett's right. I don't want a constant care one. That's just that's going to no, eat up all I'm my free time. Ass. Yeah, I don't want that. And again. Not because they don't deserve care, people who don't understand nuance. It's because I won't provide it. I'm not interested in that. I would be bad at it. I know it. And then I and then eventually they'd get hurt and it would be my fault. And I'm not willing to take that responsibility. That's actually me being super responsible. I know people will hear that. He doesn't think they deserve care. Well, no, you're a moron. That's not what I said. But I do want to steal one from them and have it for my own.
1: Maybe it's the words you use.
2: No, okay, maybe. I don't know. This guy says, you want a guy like Kevin from office, from the office. Kind of. He's me, but yeah, a little bit. We have that here. We have Dom. Dom's pretty much like Kevin from the office.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Dom's more functional. Kevin is sort of that. Yeah. We're pe- and I used to love that in the office when people would meet Kevin and think he was special. And he was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, it's the best show on TV for uh, and man, Spectrum Bachelor Toledo. Get out of this room right now. Start making some phone calls and get executive producer titles for Spectrum <laughs> Bachelor. Cuz talk about forward thinking and progressive. Oh. I mean, that is exactly boss. what what Hollywood and and entertainment is trying to do is try to you know, incorporate all things into Oh, Spectrum Bachelor would be the there'd be I'd be crying every week. They'd bring me to tears, not from even laughter. Like there's emotional moments on the show. You're like, oh, my God, I feel wonderful for them. That's like such a, like such a simple thing we all take for granted is finding someone that likes us that you can do stuff with. And they're socially awkward. They can't do it. And then you got to find another socially awkward one that meshes with them. And when they have to break up with each other, it's, it's horrible because it's you know it's going to devastate them. And they, get, and they fall in love so fast because all they're looking for is caring. And they drink like fish. I love the show. Spectrum Bachelor. Is it Basso. on
3: the TLC or where uh, is it? I Netflix. think it's on Netflix, yeah. Netflix, okay.
2: Watch the Australian one. And season one of the American ones. good. Not even close to the Australian one. And then, and then there's one who just loves lines and talks about being a mermaid. And she looks normal, like you see her, but she talks like she's about 11. And she's got a boyfriend, and I think they're about to get hitched. And they took them to Africa to see real lions. Whoa. <laughs> and I mean, you want to talk about tapping into their uh, the pleasure zone? The girl saw a giraffe and she almost jumped out of the safari <laughs> truck, started to chase it. That, I want to know like, I want an interview with the safari driver who was just accepted this group signed some papers that said they're filming a TV show, and then he has to listen to the constant screaming and overwhelming joy that comes from the people in the back of this thing over just the mere sightings of stuff they're not even supposed to see yet. When that girl sees a lion in Kenya, I predict she's going to be another
3: episode of I Survive. She's
2: going to be in the pack or in Did, the pride. You binge and, the whole and,
1: season? Not it's yet.
2: Russia? No, oh. I'm, I'm keeping. I'm trying to schedule my own television network now, where it's one show a night at most, maybe one a week. But it was, uh, man, I just I, I, yeah, I, I, this this is a phrase on uh, Keith Custer's thing, so you just need a spectrum, buddy. <laughs> John, the reason you feel this way is because you've been this you've been in this situation for 22 years. Just take Brady to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If I take you to the zoo, it's, I'm going to see that same thing. Heaven. Brady's kind of been my spectrum kid the whole time. They said that uh, I'm pretty sure you can big brother one. A lot of them uh, need that once they're over 18. I would do that so long as I can pimp them to others. I don't want to spend days with them at the park. I'm not the date. I want to get to know them and then, and then pair them up with another and watch. I kind of want to. I don't want to watch Make sex, it happen. Do a I wanna, local. I want to be a. Local dating site. I want to do a cuck romance. I just want to be there at the dinners and just observe. And then hear the stories after. I think it's I think they're fantastic. Constant care ones? No, thanks. That's for you, parents. You're you're more equipped than I am. Yeah. Brett's right. I want to be grandpa to a kid on the spectrum. (laughs) I want to be well, let's not go crazy. I want to be their uncle. Grandpa's a little bit too much money out of the pocket, you know, and since I'm a liberal Jew now, I don't like to just hand people cash.
3: A couple godfather. of worthers and you're good. You're fine. <laughs> I don't want hard
2: candy. You know. <laughs> Be the godfather. Yeah. Plastic. Hey, hey. Maybe. No, godfather's too much responsibility, too, in case the kid... You know, you start doing godfather stuff and the parents actually do kick off. Now you got one. I can't just send it back to the
1: caskets. I, I have to keep it. <laughs> uncle. Surrogate uncle. But John, Holly Madison said she was on the spectrum. Right. Okay. That's kind of designer spectrum.
2: Yeah, that's the really... I'm saying it because it's hip to be on the spectrum kind of stuff. If Holly Madison's on the spectrum, she's making up for it in other places. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of hot girls that are special oh. needs, if you know what I mean, mentally. But they're not on the spectrum. They're just, that's just called dumb. <laughs> they, just, they just think that they had to have a word for it. They're just, they just been, I think you can get on the spectrum when you're so beautiful, you've never had to work for anything. And the next thing you know, you just don't know how basic stuff works. You can't. <laughs>
1: Morning sickness. I hear the words you say sometimes. I mean, who talks like
0: that? 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness.
2: Yeah, I've taken that spectrum test about 20 times, just thinking one of these times it's going to come up. I'm on it. It's not heavy, but I'm in there. It would be like if it was an empty full gas tank. I'm an eighth of a tank on the spectrum. <laughs> I'm up in that area. I'm not zero. I'm running about 12%. Social anxiety is a big part of that. Like, you should see me in places I don't want to be. I start losing it. Hot air balloons, that's still a thing. I go a little Rain Man around the hot air balloon. I'm not a fan of that noise. But watch the show. It's so worth it. And you'll laugh, and you'll be like, I want one of those. And then, Brady, you'll look over at Kirby and go, how come you're not on the spectrum? Like, you'll want a spectrum kit. You, normal, boring kid. I think parents do that. I want my kid to be unique. That's the, that's the way to do it. But stuff them in a room together and start dating them? My goodness. And speaking of being on the spectrum, we're all going to feel like we're on it. Uh, it has begun. Today's the day. Today's the day when you know, this year becomes a whopper. Uh, New Hampshire. Dick's Bill Notch happened at midnight last night. And here we go. The election year has officially begun. All the all the tribalism and chitter chatter that's going to get going is starting now, and uh, Trump is going to win New Hampshire. And then everybody's—I mean, DeSantis already dropped. How tough would it be to be Ron DeSantis after all that crap Trump's calling him despicable and saying that he's a piece of garbage and that they hate each other and that he's nothing? And then you you show up and you get one percent of the vote in two primaries, and you go, "I quit," and I support Donald Trump.
0: Yep, right. You knew it was coming. Ted
2: you Cruz know,
3: did it. Think Ted. About the things that, Ted, uh, oh, but this, that he said about de, Ted Cruz. De,
2: but DeSantis was his main rival. Like yeah. this dude came out of the gates as the one that was going to challenge him. And then, then he was on broad, the stage yeah. and
3: he couldn't smile. No, yeah, we saw it when we, you know I mean the Biden and Harris. They went at they it. He's looking for a good. job, yeah. but
2: still. But
3: it would be different. They are. It's just what Brett said. Yeah, poor absolutely positioning. But the
2: difference is Biden and Harris debated. And Biden never said, "You know, you're a piece of garbage, Kamala half-ass." And if he started that stuff, and then she goes, "I support Joe Biden." That is a lot of crow to. Oh yeah, for sure, a, a big unplucked crow to swallow.
3: It's to the next level. You, yeah, you got Kamala you see half-ass the over. On, here. If, yeah, if on both he, sides happen. If, and they're like, "Man, he's going after him." If
2: Biden was on stage four years ago, and every time he got Now you got that Kamala half-ass. God knows what – and he would say exactly what Trump says. God knows what her real name is. Keep waiting to see her shield and her sword pop out. And then the next (laughs) thing you know, you got to say, I support that guy. Because Trump's going after Nikki Haley because her real first name is something different. Nikki Haley came out and said she's an Indian yesterday. That's going to, he's going to attack that soon. And then she's going to end up on his cabinet. But he's not attacking her the way he attacks Ron DeSantis. And that poor bastard who came out guns blazing just got stomped and then had to just on TV with his head down and his wife next to
0: him just swallow all that crow. Just, I knew De Sanctimonious would eventually cave. He can't beat me. Can't do it even with this terrible case of syphilis. (laughs) A man without syphilis, because he can't get laid. man without syphilis. Tried. Can't do it.
2: But then, I mean, I can't imagine that. That would be like, after all these years, I have to go, and also I support Dave Pratt and all of his efforts. It would be so much for me to eat. I couldn't do it. And that just shows you that he is sanctimonious. He has no real backbone. He's kind of... He's going to go with the winner. He could have supported Nikki Haley, but he knows she's going to lose. So he he just chugged Crow.
0: He's looking for a
3: job. Yeah.
0: And he uh, he has to do it. That's the worst part. And maybe I'll make you chief janitor at the White House when I'm back in it. Ron, grab him up. Help me clean the swamp. Only you're going to be doing real, real cleaning. You and all the rest of the people that we brought up. The Mexicans love me. We're going to bring him in. We're going to have him clean the White House. From all the liberal goo... And probably insure and diaper glunk. You know, they have those, they call them blowouts with a diaper, Brady. They call them blowouts. And I'm sure Joe Biden has several blowouts a day. A blowout's when the elastic doesn't hold. And it leaks down the thigh of your president. You know what's going on right now. And this is going to be a doozy of a year. This happened. Is that actual audio? Yeah. <laughs> Blowout. saw on in a huggy spot. <laughs> Said I didn't know what that was. It says most absorption and then prevents blowouts. I'm like, what's a blowout? And I looked it up, and it isn't good. It's when Joe Biden has a blowout. There's too much poopy in the diaper, and it falls out the side. The elastic can hold it. It's just too much. And it's just got running down his thigh. President, not good. Not a good look. I don't wear diapers.
3: That's why he walks around back and forth on the stage, getting off. That's
0: right. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just filled with I have to wrap toilet paper around my massive member, though, because of all the discharge <laughs> from my terrible case of syphilis. <laughs> I just wrap it. I go in the bathroom, and I wrap it up. I wrap it around there. I don't want to have pecker spots. No, I gloves? don't want no, the to. The the mummy member. Let my mummy it up. Brady's right. Wow. I, I toot in common. Oh. Toot in common. Mm-hmm.
1: I see how it's spelled. But I don't, have,
0: I don't have a blowout. I never have a blowout. Isn't I that like the gold last the goal? night. No, last night I lost in Dixville Notch. I don't know if you saw that, <laughs> it's out in Dixville. Six people vote in Dixville, and that's how it starts. And then I'll just blast her from there. That's Didn't
1: it. you just say you wanted your voters to vote and die?
0: No, live free and die. That's the Granite oh, okay, State gotcha. motto. But if you do vote for Biden, then I do wish you would die <laughs> before the election. Oh, yeah.
2: It's gonna be a long year. At the Eagles the other night, Don Henley could barely talk. But he sang like an angel. It's still the weirdest thing in the world. Like, I mean, we're all sick. The whole band's sick. And he's <laughs> lost going the whole time. And he goes, I guess it's not too uh, late to say Happy New Year. And the crowd gives that. It was like a crowd of communists. Just nobody stood up. A bunch of white faces. They clap when they were told. Uh, happy New Year, 2024. It's going to be a doozy. And then he walked away from the mic. And I was like, that was really funny. That was as good as it got for the banter with the crowd with the
0: Eagles. It's not very funny.
3: Wait, he's saying something.
0: Most of the Eagles blowouts. Big trouble. (laughs) I still wear boxers, Brady, confident that my anal ring intact. You know why? Because I'm not a liberal. (laughs) Not a liberal. Liberals all have loose bottoms. And I won't say why, but we all all know why they have (laughs) loose bottoms. They've been touting that agenda for a long time and... They've all tried it. They've all tried it and usually blew out their O-ring like those old change purses that you use too much and then finally... Like an old sock. That's a liberal behind. An old sock. It's like when the elastic gives and it just slides down right to your ankle. That's what they do to the butts. Not me. I put it in the butt. I don't take one. Not like a liberal. Not like that Jew Holmberg. The liberal Jew That's homework. right. Biden supporter. If you believe what you read. Anyway, Dixville Notch, New Hampshire. I'm going to win it. Get used to it. It's going to be the whole year. Oh, my God.
2: And again, if you'd have told me, hey, John, when you're 51 years old, two 80-year-old men are going to fight for a whole year, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> but I didn't know that that's what they meant. Like, if you'd have told me as a kid, hey, I see into a crystal ball and in 2024. You're going to be 51 years old, and you're going to watch... From February till November, 2 80-year-olds fight hard. And I mean hard. Uh, are you interested in that? I'd be like, yeah, I think I, I, think I want that. I'm going to go ahead and try. And then you die. I'm like, okay. But, that's a, but I would have signed up for the idea of it. And now in reality, it just seems like a really slow fight for a long time. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff like that. If you'd have told me when I was five... That the guy in the Wheaties box was going to have a better set of cans than all of our wives. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a woman. You want to see that? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. And then in reality, when it actually happened, I, oh, I, I shouldn't have rooted for this. This is not. <clears throat> you know that doll you're playing with? Yeah. NFL MVP, 1974. Yeah. He's going to murder a couple of people. <laughs>
0: what?
1: <laughs>
2: no, he's not. Yeah, you yeah, know. You're crazy. It's going to be completely irrational, unjustified murder, too. And he's going to get away with it. You want to see that? Yeah, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> In reality, I like, I, and then you don't really want to see it. <laughs> no, you like uh, Fat Albert, huh? I sure do. Uh, he's a rapist, you know. <laughs> what? You want to see that? Yeah. No, I don't really want to see that. I want to see how that ends up. If you'd have told me all the stuff that I know now, and this is the first time that I can in my brain say, ooh, no, I I was wrong about this. 280-year-old men fighting seems like a good idea, but no, it's it's not. I mean, still, though, my brain kind of wants to watch like a fist fight, but not the way they're doing it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah if it, it could be, be like funny. a
3: Jake Paul challenge.
2: Yeah. Oh, if he could be on the undercard of a Jake Paul fight where Jake Paul fights some washed-up 50-year-old and it's like, all right, this is great. And who's the undercard? Trump, Biden? Okay, yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> Does it decide anything? No. It's just going to make one of them louder.
3: It'd be like bum fights from back oh, in the day on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. You thought you oh, wanted man, to see that exactly until you watched right, it. Right, yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, they're fighting hobos? And then you yeah. got
2: the video and you're like, this is actually making me sad immediately. But, yeah, I mean, at the end, it's like it doesn't like the the winner doesn't get to be president. No. You know,
0: you watched it. You watched me on the undercard of the Paul fight. I kicked Biden's ass. I kicked his ass. Good physically. I can do it mentally. He's just a slow old man like, oh, I don't want to
2: watch that. That's sad. Nobody wants to see their grandpa take a shot, even from another grandpa. (laughs) But in principle, the headline, two 80-year-old men fight on corner of 27th Avenue and Encanto, you're like, I want to see that. Until you're actually seeing it. I don't know. I think I'm just going to vote for Brett. He seems to be the most logical person in my life. (laughs) Every time he says something, I'm like, hey, that's really stupid, but it would work. Uh, Speaking of, what do you got on the big board of musical
3: treats over here? Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop and... uh Second, Uh-oh. Uh-oh, it broke some. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, it, you know, it, it's we've got tons of rain down here. They got tons of snow up north. You know, three oh, the inches, inches in the last twenty-four yeah. inch, you know, three-four inches, six inches in the last three days. So, Action Ride Shop's the place you need to go to get them uh, snowboards of skis tuned up and ready to roll up north. And if you're not sure you want to make the big purchase, they got a huge rental department right there. So, Action dot com is where you want to go, or just go in there and talk to the boys. They're going to get you on the right track. And considering, you know, the conversation had dominated most of the morning, that's pretty much where our conversation's gone. Uh, Corey Taylor, uh, Culture Head. Uh, Van Halen, Uh, uh, Mean Streets for Gilbert. Uh, Uh, Volbeat still counting for all the Gilbert assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Ozzy's Crazy Babies. Youth Gone Wild. Youth of a Nation. My Generation from The Who. Whitewashed from uh, August Burns Red. Good one. Enterprise uh, Earth, Where Dreams Are Broken. Vicarious from Tool. Lead the free crazy bitch for the Gilbert Moms. And a Frank Stallone far from over for the Gilbert Goons because their reign of terror continues. It is far
2: from over. And that is the most intimidating type of song you can play for them. (laughs) I like Still Counting by Volbeat, but that's just because of me loving Volbeat so much. I think that's a keeper. Uh, A guy said, man, I just heard that Toledo said his uh, son's girlfriend left him. Uh, I don't know why he needed medicine. If there's anybody that can help you with being abandoned, it's Toledo. <laughs> That's true. You are the perfect father for that. <laughs> Your girlfriend left you. That's nothing. At least you met her. Uh, yeah, I don't care what we use. I like anything I on that, list. that Which one?
3: I think he's going still counting.
2: Oh, okay. Still counting by Volby. That's a solid one. First line in it. Should have been the first thing that was said last night by Mark Curtis. Counting all the assholes in the room, I'm definitely not alone. Welcome to Channel 12's Town Hall. (laughs) And again, try to picture Cher. If you picture Cher singing this, not only will it bring a smile to your face, uh, you'll realize how good the song actually is that you can picture Cher singing it and you'll still enjoy it, which is crazy. Because it doesn't fit, it shouldn't be a song she sings, but the dude sounds just like her when you start putting her face on. Have her straddle the gunship, too. Like, But on, get the free,
3: on the other side of things, you've turned people off of B too, because of that. Because no. they're like, oh, I can't listen to it now because it's just sheer. You can
2: I know that it's initially a yeah. shock. Give it another chance and go for the laugh. And once you get the laugh in, you're like, man... uh, it, it, you can't get it, you know. So, heaven or hell, you can have her up on the big barrel. It doesn't and,
3: make you sad.
2: No, it's it's an, an immediate ending smile. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's my favorite thing in the world. four. Say
0: in an attempt guess
2: And then you just picture her up on that gunship kicking her feet, <laughs> singing Volbeat, and you can't help but giggle. And then the song's so good. With a to <laughs> I think this is fun now i like volbeat by themselves but boy tag share into that thing you got yourself a party uh i gotta find it myself in uh is it called still counting
3: yeah yeah
2: that's what i thought i don't get
3: it and they had a collab share and volbeat yeah you wouldn't know You'd, n- you'd never be able to figure out who's doing what. It's almost like in Larry and Shannon were broadcast, they got the same voice the same and the same voice. delivery. You didn't know who was talking. Yeah. You can't have that. It's out of control
2: now. I to you, P D.